at this time, I'd like to welcome Rennie Carroll to the podcast, who was actually a contestant on Take Me Out. Uh, he was the lead singer of British metal band Forever Never when I first met him many moons ago. Right. He's since gone on to do session vocal work in all genres. His most recent music project, Thick, even did a Christmas song, which is a must-go listen for, for sure. Yeah. And am I right in saying you write and produce music for the Asian market? I have done that. For, yeah, I, it's gone a bit quiet now, but I did for a couple of years. Yeah, J-pop stuff. Yeah, I've got a few few songs out there that I co-wrote. Yeah. Amazing. Random, but yeah, it's good, good fun. <laughs> Thank you again for chatting with me today. So talk me through the initial casting and audition process and everything that went in to take me out. Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you how I initially come to Bennett because like, like a lot of things in my life, I am, um, I'm not proactive enough with doing stuff. They just, it, but if it turns up, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit of a yes man. If it comes up, I'm not like, Oh, you know, whatever. So we, we was actually applying for, uh, we got, no, some producers got in touch with us about, you, you know, the comedian Jack Whitehall. Yes. Um, he was, did a, he did a series called Hit the Road, Jack. And it was the, the, the whole thing behind it was he was going to go and stay. His dad's kicked him out and he's got to find somewhere in the country to live. So he goes to stay with a family from Manchester, Brighton, Essex, so Essex, we, they, the producers of that show came around my house to uh, talk about possibly us having Jack Whitehall for a weekend. Oh, right. Okay. But that's how, this is how it all, it all came to be. And <clears throat> series two of Take Me Out was on at the time. And, you know, unashamedly, I, I did used to watch it and I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> I, like, I like Paddy McGuinness and whatever. And uh, it just come up in conversation. And I said, oh, I like Take Me Out. That's good. And the guys who was doing the talk race said, oh, do you like it? I was like, yeah, it seems like a good laugh. He went, oh, I am in charge of the boys' auditions for Take Me Out. He said, actually, you'd be really good for it because you're a bit different, like obviously long hair, rocker, whatever. He said, um, if you are interested, I'll um, get in touch with you when, when the auditions come around in like six months. And I went, oh, yeah, sounds great, whatever, thinking that would be that. And six months later, the guy rings me up. He says, oh, what are you doing on Tuesday? And I've completely forgotten about the take me out thing. I'm thinking it's going to be like another TV show he's got involved. And he said, "Uh, I've got good. I've got you an audition for take me out. And I was a bit like, oh, uh, okay, cool. (laughs) So um, that was it. I went along. And again, like a lot of things in life, when you really – when you really want something, sometimes it doesn't happen. But when you're not really bothered, I think that's just kind of the persona I gave across was like chilled, don't really care. And they obviously liked it. And I, I had the 45 minute hour long audition. And when I walked out, I thought, I, I know I've got that. Like, I, I know I've got it. And uh, sure enough, about a week later, I got a call and, and uh, I did have it. But um, yeah, so that's how I came to be on it. Amazing. Um, but if you always go, did you want to know what the actual audition process was for on the day? Yeah, sort of? yeah, give us a yeah. on that. <clears throat> so when um, somewhere in London, you go in, you obviously see some of the other guys that are auditioning, and uh, there's a couple of forms to fill out, uh, and it's all you know quite silly stuff, really. Like, what's your favourite colour? Um, what would you do on a blind date if this happened and that happened? You, you've just got to write little answers in there. It says things like, what would be your lift song? what three choices of lift song would you have? So you, you, you think about what we do and then what would your skill be? Obviously I put, I'd, I'd sing. So wrote that in. Um, have you got any embarrassing secrets? Obviously I'm not going to write them in there. No, <laughs> I haven't. 
<laughs> Anything embarrassing you'd like to tell us? Not really. No, thanks. I mean, not for not for eight million people. No, I'm good. Um, <laughs> so I was like, no. Um, so then you fill all the forms out and then you get when eventually you get taken into another room and they've got all the, the info in front of them. And you you kind of do like a a fake episode really and it's you and just two casting people so based on your three songs you've written down um i think they had mine it was um here comes a hot stepper um and um so they play it over a speak a little, a little crappy speaker <laughs> and then you have to like you know pretend you're walking on and give the wave and the, <laughs> the point and then say and then you have to say like are you intro i'm ready from essex whatever and then they then do some like fake beep beep beeps awesome and then they just you know practice your, what your responses would be so they say oh no really I've, I've turned you off because i don't like long hair and then you have to just think on your feet and think of a response um they might give you a compliment as well and then you have to sort of think how you're going to reply to that and then um so they go okay well you've got through the first round then the second round um I don't know what they did for that. It was quite, I can't remember now. It was, it was obviously the second round. They normally play a VT and then yeah, all of that. So I think with that one, they just sort of, uh, they, they imagined they'd shown bits of your life. And then obviously that again, they test you on the things. So someone girl would say, Oh, I don't like the fact you're in a rock band. It put me off all the, all the women. I was, I was like, you never been to a, one of my gigs. obviously. <laughs> um, but yeah. And then you do that. And then obviously the third one, I had to do a bit of singing. So I sang, I don't, I, did, I didn't sing the song. I'll get onto that later. I didn't sing the song that I sang on the day. Um, it was probably Terence Trent Derby or something like that because that's <laughs> what I wanted to do. And then, um, yeah, so then you you just, you run through it. And then when you're done, um, they do like the talking heads, you know, like when they're sat in the, you get the interviews and they're sat in the chair. They just start asking you questions and stuff like, like as if you did that. Um, and the whole thing was about half an hour, probably. It's quite a long audition, actually. Um, and like I said, when I got up and walked out, I was just like, I know I've got this. I just, I know I've got it annoyingly because I won't, I won't really bother either way. And I felt like, I felt like I'd been roped into it from the beginning. And as it went on and on, I was like, well, I can't really say no now. They're like, <laughs> they're coming to film me next week. So, um, so yeah, so that was the first, the first part of it anyway. Amazing. So, I mean, what what did the actual like recording day look like when you got when you got there and everything? Because obviously they come round, film the VT and everything they like do. that. Well, I mean, that was a whole thing as well. And like, again, because I didn't, I didn't apply for it in the first bit. I did think I'm not going to do anything that I don't want to do. You know, um, <clears throat> when they talk to you about, obviously they they you, you then have an hour long when they when they tell you that we like you and we want we think we want you on there they call you up and you have a really long phone call, about an hour. Um, and uh, they they then, you know, ask you more details about your life. And I'm in a rock band, obviously I told them I, I, I'm a session singer, I do loads of covers. They're like, oh, okay. Because they're trying to glean, get ideas about what they want to put in your VT. Yeah. So one of the things that <clears throat> didn't end up in my VT, they wanted to have me push, because this has happened, they wanted me to like push around a trolley around a supermarket and then hear myself over the speakers because that that has happened like cause all the cover stuff i've done over the years if you go and wheel kind of stuff like that you, you hear me on there all, <laughs> all, the, all the time singing all, all sorts of stuff so um they wanted to do that but we ran out of time so that never happened but 
obviously the the band stuff was easy they had they had footage from music videos that i was able to give them um what else was it my parrot obviously we've got a family parrot and uh, they that that's weird they wanted that in there because it sounds funny got him to beatbox on camera which worked out amazing because normally he's a little <laughs> shit and <didn't> do it. <laughs> um and then it was, it was band oh and now you know i'm a, a big family man I, lo- I love my family a lot so that they put that in there my mum got on there bless us as always <laughs> um and uh so that was it uh, band parrot family oh scrabble that was the other thing so in, in a conversation it come up um about scrabble because we did actually used to play it on tour which is true and that come up in the, in the program as well and uh they were like you like playing scrabble I was like yeah i'm you know I know I look thick, but I'm kind of like, yeah, I went to grammar school. <laughs> I love I love words and stuff. They went, oh, yeah, that's weird. We'll use that. I was like, hang on. What do you say? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. And uh, so they said, oh, we want to do a little bit of VT of you with like playing Scrabble. So obviously that was fine. Um, so that was all the stuff that made it in. And they, they, they were like, they did ring me up one day and they were like, oh, we've got this really, really cool idea about you like smashing a guitar up. And I was like, no, nah, not doing that. That is just because it's so not me. I mean, you've seen me play, and I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm a lot of fun live and stuff. But it's, I'm not, I'm not the sort of person that's going to smash a guitar up. Um, I, like, I, and I said, no, nah, I'm not doing that. I said, it's just, uh, it's, it's really cliched what you want me to do. Like, because I'm in a rock band, let's smash a guitar up. Um, so I just said, no. <laughs> Basically, they went, oh no, no, we just want you to do this. I went, no, no, no. Listen, you're not listening. I'm not going to do that a hundred percent. They went, well, well no, it, sorry. Let me re- retract. They, they, they first thing they said was, have you got a guitar that you don't want anymore? <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. I'll just yeah, smash sure. up one of my own guitars. No. So they went, oh, what about if we buy it for you? I said, no. I said, look, if you, I'm a, I'm a very passionate musician and I would genuinely rather just give it, give a guitar to someone than just smash it up just for like a little two seconds of your VT, which by the way, blatantly the whole crowd will go, eh, as soon as they see you smashing the guitar up, look at this sad though, smashing his guitar up, bye. So I said no. So they were like, oh, okay. So that was the first time I put my, anyway. Going on to the next thing, they then start talking to you about um, what's gonna happen in the studio, uh, which is in uh, Maystone in Kent. And they said, oh, so we, you're, um." you're going to do some singing for us and i said uh, yeah and they said oh can you make a list of you know as many as you can think of of songs that you'd like to sing on there i said okay again didn't fit into their uh, their mold <laughs> that they wanted they wanted you know and i, I wrote down things like go west um seal terence trent derby um things like that and yeah. uh stevie wonder and obviously they've seen that list and gone oh no this isn't um this isn't rockery this is not the the rocker we want so they come back and said oh um what about if you do sweet child of mine i was like no not um, not in a million years oh was it paradise city it was one or the other either way guns and roses is not going to happen on my watch no way uh, I said <clears throat> no. I said you. I, I don't. I don't like Guns and Roses. Sorry. 
uh, held my hands up. I was like, it's just not going to happen. They were like, oh, okay. What about, hang on, let me get this right. It was, it was Kiss and it was, oh, I can't remember this song. And another really like proper cliched rock song. I was like, nah, not going to do that either. <laughs> and there was one more, there was one more suggestion. And I was at that point, I went, I think we need to like stop the conversation here. I said, it's like, you want me to do these like classic 80s big rock songs? I said, firstly, that isn't really my voice. I'm in, I'm in a rock band, metal band, yeah. But th- these guys are all like, ah! you know like whatever i'm that's that's not i i said look what you don't understand is when, when you've got a fucking um economist coming on who's who, who's got a job in the city and he can sing a bit he don't really care i said but i i am a, a legit singer in a band and i know that my my fans and followers and everyone's going to see this and if they go oh that sounded rubbish that's the lot i just thought millions of people i just didn't want to let anyone down so i was like I can't do that. I said, it's got to be, I've got to be comfortable with it and whatever. They were like, oh, let's go back to the drawing board. And then eventually, a few days later, they come back and said, look, we think we found a um, a uh, middle ground. I went, go on then. And it was, um, the song ended up doing um, Hard to Handle. Is it Counting Crows or the other one? Yes. Uh, Counting Crows, they did a cover. It's a cover of Otis Redding, um, yeah. Hard to Handle. And I was like, hmm. Okay, I'll have a deal with you on that. And it's not really a song that I listen to that much, but I, I know the Otis Redding version more. But I was like, okay, that's that's fine. I I can I, I can sing that well. It's in my you know my range and whatever. So I said fine. So then they work out like a thirty second um, version for it, and obviously you have to learn it and practice it <clears throat> well enough. Um, and then uh, yeah, sorry, it's, it's a long winded story, but. It's, don't know, don't yeah, know, no, it's all good. I don't, know if, I don't know if people normally like pulse of breath when they're chatting away. But <laughs> <laughs> um, so then they book you into a hotel. I mean, it's coming up to November will be 10 years since I did it. Jesus. Yeah, tell me about it. Um, so they book you into a hotel the night before um, in Maidstone, which obviously for me is not very far, about an hour. Um, got in there the night before. Remember, it was in November, so celebrity uh, get me out of here was on so i watched that uh, got some food on them which was nice sat there and watched and then you're up bright and early the next day like half six seven or whatever you've got to be out of there so it's up even earlier i hate mornings but anyway. <laughs> um and then you get shipped down to the uh the studios uh, in, in a taxi at this point you haven't met any of the other guys by the way um and then you get there, you get shown around. And I was the first one to arrive there that morning. I got in the in the room and I, I was very aware of like that I didn't fit the usual mould of take me out contestants and stuff. And I, and, and I did genuinely think the whole time, am I the blackout guy? Because there's always every episode, there's always one, right? Yeah. And yeah. I genuinely weren't sure. Um, and I was the first one in there and then um the next guy came in and uh tall plays american football good looking guy I'm like, oh man well it's not him so it's still me you know um nice guy and the next one comes in shorter guy british gymnast 
uh, for uh, for Great Britain, you know, all that. I'm like, it's, it's not him either. It's, still, it's not looking great. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, the <laughs> the last guy walked in, bless him. And he was like a, a, a farmer from up north, a lovely guy. But I was like, yes, it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes. And um, yeah, older guy, farmer, hilarious. Um, not necessarily on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I felt a lot more relaxed at that moment, to be honest, mate. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> You, it's not me. Doesn't, still, doesn't mean I still can't mess it up or whatever. But I did think at that point, great. Um, and then I seem to think the next thing that happened was they take all four of the lads. They take you into the studio then. So then you get to, you see all the thirty. So you see all the names. That was the first thing we did. And then obviously as lads afterwards, we was having a laugh. Or oh, Chelsea sounds fit. You're just talking about a name. You know what I mean? Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> it doesn't mean anything, but. Um, and then you, so you've got to have like rehearsals of how it's going to work. So now I can't remember if you just go, I think you just go in and look at the studio. So you've seen it and you know, like how big it is or actually a bit how small it was really. I think I imagined it bigger and it was a bit smaller. Um, and then they sort of tell you where the, your points are to stand and whatever else. And then you go back and I think you've, we've all taken like a few different, uh, possible changes of clothes and they tell you what they like what do you like and they try and you know get you saying up so I, I was well into my purple back then so I ended up with this purple thing <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, yeah and then and then uh, you meet some of the other crew there's a reserve as well every episode everyone knows that there's, there's a reserve uh, guy who is there for every episode in case one of you falls over and breaks your leg and you can't go on they still want the four the four contestants so every episode has a um a stand-in and um the stand-in was a guy called dave who is still one of my really good mates now funnily oh, enough that's awesome yeah i went to his um went to his wedding so he, he's <laughs> a absolute nutter but um lovely guy and he was in reserve and he was like I, th I don't know i don't know whether i'm going to get on but he did he got on the very last episode yeah so he, he got on there um, but he was a great source of um, enthusiasm and uh, the crew come in and then they, they basically, you basically play the game hundreds of times. Like a lot of people might think the way it works sounds rehearsed. It kind of is, but not for how you think it is. Like the questions that, that Paddy asks you and the things the girls say to you, you don't know any of that's going to come, but you've, you have practiced a number of uh, possible outcomes. So you, you amongst yourselves in the green room, um, you just play and you say things that are obvious that people are going to say. So like I said earlier, for me, we, we were playing it and one of the lads would say, oh, sorry, but rock music's not my thing. I don't really like long hair and all of this. And you have to be, obviously the first few times you do it, you're fucking rubbish. Like... Um, but then you come up with responses together as well. You say, look, oh, if, if someone says it's because you're too short, say da 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 da. And um, so obviously, this is where the weird things come in sometimes. So the, the, the girls are exactly the same. They, they, they have practice runs and um, 
they uh, you know the questions they have at the end yeah the uh, the question at the end um obviously you've all got a question the girls get given all four questions that the guys have got so they can prepare an answer for it but they get given extra ones as well so they have red herrings right so sometimes you can tell a girl hasn't prepared one for that answer because <laughs> she's probably sat there thinking oh i've got this in the bag and then they ask one that they haven't they are, oh and one of the two girls i had definitely uh <laughs> messed up with that she had no no good answer whatever um but yeah so because you've played the game so many times amongst yourselves you're kind of prepared for most most eventualities that come out so that that's why I mean, again it depends on how nervous you are you can still mess it up massively um but thankfully i didn't so it was good um, <laughs> um yeah I've, i'm losing my track now so no no you're all good you're all anything good else yeah. you wanna, anything else you want to so, so yeah so you you got with i think it was a girl called charlotte i believe it was in that's the right end. yeah um yeah. so with the date itself do you actually have like time to actually get to know each other or is it all very like crew nice. controlled and it's, it's it's weird i'm not gonna lie that part is weird uh, so i tell you the other part obviously the other before getting to that point you go out and do the show <laughs> um when you get to the top of the um the lift uh there's <laughs> lots of inappropriate magazines and humor <laughs> so that like when you're stood there ready to go and obviously bricking it it's just all makes you laugh really funny um page free and <laughs> like okay um and I, I i was pretty nervous to be honest until i got to the top of the lift and then and then when the second the, the crowd started cheering i related it to a gig completely so and then i was like buzzing for it and it, and like excited to do it so um it, it just all went and obviously it just it, 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 it did go really well for me i'm not gonna lie i come off i thought yes i've nailed that like i didn't I don't think I said anything twatish. <laughs> um, I mean, that's for other people to decide, but um, it just went smooth. And you don't know what they're going to edit as well. That's another thing. Like when they do the first round, they speak to every single girl that's there. So again, that's why some of the girls give really crap answers because basically they're not allowed to say the same thing. So, you know, you might have two girls stood next to each other and the girl's going to, in her head, she's going to say, oh, I'm just going to, because they have to think of a reason as well. Really, they just turn you off because they don't fancy you, right? Obviously. But they can't just go, sorry, I don't fancy you because it's, it's shit TV, isn't it? So yeah. they've got to say something. So you might have two girls stood next to each other and they're both thinking, I'll just say it's because I don't like long hair. And then girl number one says, oh, sorry, I don't, long hair is not really for me. And you have a bit of bants. And then the next person goes, shit uh uh i have to think of something and then that's when paddy castle goes so why do you turn off and, she, and that's when you get an answer like oh you've got like weird buttons on here you know like <laughs> they, they give some really naff answer and that and that's that's big and then that, that makes it in sometimes because it just because it because they sound fucking stupid whatever <laughs> um but yeah they they um so that that's how some of the silly answers come because obviously the producers don't want the girls all saying exactly the same thing so as soon as someone said an answer the girls know they can't repeat that they've got to think of some other reason why they've turned off or or stayed on of course um so anyway uh yeah that's i, I come out did my thing did did really well singing went great i ended up with six girls at the end and then like you say i, I got i had charlotte took away and so you you say hello you come off 
as you see, they go off and you come downstairs and then you are genuinely split up at that point. If anyone has ever wondered if you like start chilling in the back room and chatting and stuff, you don't, you get, you get split up. You obviously go back into the green room and all the other lads are like, did you get a date? You're like, yeah. <laughs> so that's good. And then, um, so then you all go back to the same hotel you came from girls in a different hotel, by the way. And then next morning, oh, early again, well, you, get, you get picked up, um, taken to Heathrow uh, on a plane with the other three lads. So you all sit together on the plane and have a, have a couple of beers and a bit of a giggle about what you're doing. And don't, you genuinely don't see the date and you don't see the girl until the, until the date. Jesus. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of like, yeah, a lot of... Oh, it was about 24 hours in between all that and uh then then it's kind of what's kind of funny is that when you are about to do the date this they they separate you as much as they can obviously they, they don't want you to see each other and it's like you know she's around the corner but you have to pretend that she's just walked along the beach and oh hi <laughs> <laughs> um thankfully i've got an a, a star at gcse drama so. <laughs> Good this, part, this part I excelled at. So, um, no. <laughs> uh, and you do, they did say, uh, you might have to do this several times, by the way. So, you know, you know, try and make it real as possible. We had to do it twice. Apparently, some have to do it six or seven times. So, thank God for that, because it just get less genuine every time. Oh, hi. Oh, hi. Hi. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, we went jet skiing, which was great in the middle of November in 12 degrees in uh it was in cyprus we went to yeah um every other series was in tenerife um and tenerife is nice all year round but cyprus is not nice in november it's freezing um so jet skiing not really ideal um <laughs> and, and also not really ideal in terms of a date in getting to know someone or chat right unlike some other people that do like cheese tasting and stuff like that at least you're, you sat there and you you have a bit of banter or whatever else we were just uh on a jet ski together and that, and so you you do the walk-in you say hello and then they split you up again Fucking hell. What, whilst you get your you know they don't because they, they want to get any conversation that you have they want to capture it on camera so they that's why they keep separating you but it's that very weird sense. at one point i'm sat one end of a of a bench and she's there and i'm like yeah. Oh. <laughs> 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 um, so they, you, you know, we sat on a jet ski, having said like the same line to each other about three times. Oh, hi, are we going? Blah, whatever. So that that bit felt a little bit contrived, I will admit. Um, and then you get on the jet ski, and then obviously they film it. And they're on a boat next to you, and they they try and get. They say, "Oh, can you, Renny? Can you just drive it as fast as you can?" Now, like. I'm like, yeah, of course, easy. <laughs> um, and then uh then they got her to do it, and then they they're like, Can you can you do a screen for us? I was like, Of course, I'm built for that. <laughs> um, and then uh so you go, ah, whatever, just for a bit. Uh, you know, that kind of thing I don't mind, it's funny. Um and then again, usually after the date, they split you up and then they sit you down and obviously ask you a few questions. How's it going so far? And it's like, it's really hard to, you have to kind of make it up because obviously nothing's happened apart from you've sat on a jet ski with a complete stranger. 
<laughs> and screamed in each other's ears. Like, that's, that's, that's it. How do you think it's going? Well, don't know. I, I mean, I I know her name because I picked her, and I know that's about it. They know where she's from. Um, you know, whatever. Uh, and then, so then, this this pissed me off. <laughs> they split us up, and where she got to go, well, we've been jet skiing, yeah water salt water everywhere she got to go back to her hotel and make herself up do her hair have a nice shower <laughs> i didn't i got dumped in the back of a car we drove to where the the meal was going to be and they went oh you can get changed into your um into your meal clothes in that toilet if you want i was like oh come on Fucking hell. come on what because i'm a man i'm like see this hair i've got <laughs> this hair needs a, a salt spray is all right but not not a sea spray um so i did yeah and then um i wait it seems like i waited for ages for her to come back for the because i have to prepare all the cameras you have to tell them what you want for your food so that it turns up on time and all that and um yeah and then eventually you sit down and she comes along and i mean the filming of the meal is just ah. Oh, it's not great. I'll be honest. You you do forget the cameras are there eventually, but then they remind you that they're there, and it kills it all the yeah. time. So you know, we start talking about just you know life and stuff like that, and you know when you start to chat with someone uh, and have a bit of banter about this and about that, and and they're like, no, no, no. Can you ask Charlotte why she left her light on? Oh, God. oh okay. Ready? Yep. Yeah. So, uh, why why did you leave your light on? You know, because they not they don't care about the fact you've got um, dogs in common, or you know, yeah, you you both know someone from <laughs> the same town, or that's not relevant to them. They just want, you know, now. Uh, and what's funny is they uh, <laughs> where you're sat on a we were sat on this little. I mean, it was the surrounding was lovely actually. The sea behind us, whatever on this chair. Now we were on a chair two chairs opposite each other down there on in front of us it is where the camera is and there's a woman with a, <laughs> a, towel, a towel over her head like that and then again she just like pop out and be like yeah, can you um can you now can you sorry to interrupt again sorry can you just can you ask charlotte why blah 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 and you're like yeah i was getting a bit of a, you know every time you feel like you're getting a bit of a role with conversation that comes in you've got you've got to ask the the important questions about why they left their light on. <laughs> All of that. And then, I mean, this is the one time I wish I'd said no more, but I couldn't really because the girl was sat there. They're like, why don't you sing to Charlotte? I was like, no, I don't want to do this. So, you know, if you ever see the date on this, that, that is a moment where I'm like, oh, man, I wish I hadn't done that. <laughs> um, so I sang a bit of a <laughs> man in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> and it definitely a higher key than it was supposed to be because I was like, oh, that's getting tough. <laughs> and um, yeah, so, and then, uh, you know, she's like, oh, I've never been serenaded before. Uh, I was like, well, you still haven't because I got told to do it. So it's a bit different. Yeah. Um, and then, so that's the end of the day. And then it was, like I said, it's freezing. And uh, I was like, I'm cold to put a coat on. They went, you can't really put a coat on. You're in paradise. I was like, oh, right. So the camera's like there and I've got 
coats all over my legs keep myself warm <laughs> it was genuinely as soon as the sun went down it got cold like and um so then you do a date how do you think it was um do you think you'd like to see each other again and all that stuff i mean in total you spent an hour together really like have actually having conversation um and then like this this th then in the evening you all get 100 euros each to go out and they take you to a club and it's like the four girls and the four guys and on our series we had a uh a, a, an itv2 thing as well with what, what do they call that the uh oh the gossip the gossip that is it yeah, yeah. Uh, with mark wright and zoe oh man zoe something and um yeah and then so that that on that show they talk about what happened in the evening because you'll you go out as the four lads and the four girls and you'll go out together to a like a club there and um i mean it was hilarious really it was brilliant but obviously what happens in the evenings obviously is that people pair off that didn't go out on dates together and stuff yeah. like that. so i mean i i couldn't really give a toss and um, i remember ben saying at one point well i shouldn't really name names but um <coughs> okay len said to me um uh you know are you gonna crack on with charlotte or not i was like probably not to be honest not you know and he was like do you mind if i uh, i was like no <laughs> um and uh yeah so i ended up having a really good laugh with one of the lads um and I got shafted actually because I I we were having such a laugh the whole night, besties, and he ended up getting kicked off the show because he had a he had a pending criminal charge. Oh, which they ask about. My series, by the way, had a lot of scandal. Actually, I did and see there was a few. Like there was like a child sex offender. There was like. Um, oh, people yeah, yeah, people waiting on prison sentences and yeah every other week there was like another story coming out they did tell us this they did say like your press officer is going to speak to you about you know be careful about this and about that and um anyway he did end up getting cut cut out of the show so what happened was when we <laughs> when the itv1 went on they only had three lads come out so this other guy had to be eradicated from all of the footage somehow. So, because I've spent the whole evening with him in um, Cyprus, in Fernando, sorry, um, they they made it look like I'd just basically kept myself to myself all night, dancing on my own, basically. Oh. Um, so when they went on the gossip, they were like, Charlotte, um, you hardly spoke to each other on the night. And she was like, yeah. And I was like, and then they spoke to me and I went, yeah. Because I can't say I was with this other guy all night because he doesn't exist as far as the TV show is concerned. Yeah. So I was like, oh, yeah, no, I just had a few too many drinks. I was enjoying myself, you know, a load of old rubbish. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that was that was a bit random. But the, the, the reason he got kicked off and the reason a lot of these scandals came out was because when you come back from Fernando's, uh, all the contestants get put into a secret Facebook group and you can go on there. And obviously I was on episode 10 of 14. So anyone that had been to Fernando's and come home was in there. So there's already about 90 to hundred lads and girls in there. And um, obviously some of you will have seen people on there 
like when you was on the show, you saw that girl, you saw that girl. And then at the end of the series, there's about 150 of us and we all start bantering and someone says, oh, it'd be a good idea if we have a party to celebrate the start of the series. So we did. We organised a mansion party in Chepstow. And uh, yeah, we got in trouble for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did. It ended up being front page of the sun. Take me out, sex party scandal. Oh, shit. Um, great party. <laughs> great party. No sex for me anyway. Uh, <laughs> and, but yeah, it was, it was, obviously it was completely blown out of proportion by the sun. Um, but shock. Shock. So, and what, what had happened is like, we'd, we'd had the party really so cool. Well organized. I mean, the owner of the, the owner of the, the mansion wasn't very happy. He was missing <laughs> 20 people and we had 125 people in there <laughs> sleeping where you could and whatever and oh god but it was i mean brilliant that it was worth doing take me out just for that weekend party brilliant and um yeah yeah we got in trouble because because basically someone from us lot from the party no one still to this day no one really knows who it was um, when we got back from the mansion party, obviously everyone started sharing photos. And we actually had a, a photographer that come along and took stuff. Someone basically sat, sat there, saved all of the pictures, and then went to the sun. How much money do you want for these pictures? And obviously someone had got paid a few grand to leak all of these photos. And then, so then my face was in there. I was like, <laughs> you're not allowed to tell anyone you're going on the show. And then like, I've got loads of text saying, I've just seen your face in the sun. Are you going on take me out? I'm like, uh, no, <laughs> uh, maybe. And, um, but that, that's what happened. So people saw his face and someone else's face and this face and that face. And then everyone, then the general public, you know, thankfully I don't have as many enemies as other people, but if you've got a criminal charge on you, you've definitely got enemies, you know? Yeah. So that's what happened. Someone saw his face and was like, Hello, the son. Did you know that this guy is blah blah blah, and he's got blah blah blah, and then it just like shit hit the fan basically for like three or four contestants, and it was like, oh dear, <laughs> oh dear, and, oh, then no. start, and then I start racking my brains like, have I done anything really bad that I can't, <laughs> I can't remember? Please, please, say I haven't. And you're just like waiting for the phone to ring, even if someone wants to make something up about you, they can, you know. Um, thankfully. I've been a good boy, apparently. So, it was all right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so absolutely mental. And then I, from then, that was that was like when the, we we organised it for when the first episode happened, which was in January. And I've got to say, for the next three or four months, every Saturday that it was on, more or less every Saturday, I was in Newcastle, Basingstoke, Reading, uh, Bristol, all these places where. Uh, and then and when, when, I, when it was my episode, I host, I had a party here. Uh, so every, like, I had about 30 of the contestants come to my house. We watched the show and then we all went out in Chelmsford for a night out. So it, it, it was what, what surprised me about the whole experience was the, was the sense of community and stuff. Um, Cause I, and I, I went 2012, I ended up going to, um, Ibiza with um, five of the other lads who have become like really good mates of mine now. And we've still got like a, a WhatsApp group and we meet up like once a year and have a little party, you know, 
go out, go away for a weekender. And it's it's all people that you just would not have met in any other kind of, I certainly wouldn't have met any of them in any other situation that exists because you're all so different. Um, you know, I'm in a metal band and this other guy's in finance and... <laughs> yeah, for sure. This other, other guy's a builder. You just don't, you wouldn't meet otherwise. And But you realise you've got so much more in common with someone than you actually think. And um, yeah, so I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And um, for the next few years, I got calls from various people that ended up on there as well. I was saying, <laughs> was it was it good? Did you actually enjoy it? Would you recommend it? And I was like, yes, yes, yes. Great. Overall, I thought it was a very, very positive experience. And um, yeah, it's not really a lot I'd change about it, really, apart from maybe of having had the life experience I've got now and going on it then, I might have benefited from it a little bit more, if you know what I mean. But then it's impossible to do that because that's what life's about. You just do it as you go on. So it's, it's hard to believe I was 26 or 27 when I was on there as well. It's mental. Yeah. Now that that's because you basically answered my last question there, which is going to be like, yeah, the experience as a whole. You know, did you enjoy yeah. it and everything like that? It sounds like you've had an absolute cracking time out of it and everything like that, all things yeah. considered. Honestly, it was brilliant. And obviously, it, 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 it was a weird experience being that um, on that show because you, you only realize how many people watch it when you, for the next, I'd say, even. I, I, even a year later, I'd still get people recognise me from the from being on that. Um, old Forever Never was trending on Twitter that night, which I yeah. I couldn't believe it. Number six is trending on Twitter. It's like where the fuck are all you when we play gigs? <laughs> There's enough of you tweeting about it on, on Twitter, but you're not turning up to the gigs. Um, <laughs> but yeah, absolutely mental. Like, and I'd walk in my local bar the week after. And um, just to have people talking to me, but you know, men and women. Um, all the men are like, basically the men are like, "Oh, do you sugar?" That's the first question every man. Oh, yeah, well, up for that? Sounds like a laugh, you know that. <laughs> and um, the girls, I've got to be honest, they're a bit more like, "Oh, hiya." So <laughs> for me, that was great because I'm I'm not really the best when, when it comes to having game and actually going up to a girl and chatting to her when I'm in a club, but for about three or four months great because they just come up to me <laughs> and you know as you can probably tell i can talk and girls yeah. like talkers so it was great so they can't be like oh my god will you take me out it's like yeah and then uh you know good times <laughs> <laughs> um so that was great and then like i can say the friendships i've made in there i just you know so grateful for that it's great it's nice to have different groups of mates anyway like you've got i've got my mates from from doing the band and music, I've got mates from school, and then I've got these really unique set of mates that I've made from going on national TV. It is yeah. bizarre. Yeah, no, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. So please feel free now to take a couple minutes and plug everything and anything you want, all your projects and everything. <laughs> right, okay. Well, I mean, look, as you said, I do like a, a lot of session work, which is all sort of secret squirrel stuff most of the time, but I've done some good sessions recently. So uh, I, I, I always plug all the stuff I do on my Instagram, which is Rennie Carroll. Uh, same as, as uh, Twitter, Rennie Carroll, and, and my Facebook is the same. Um, I've got something I'm really excited about launching soon on my uh, YouTube in a few weeks, which is um, a covers project, basically. Uh, I've finally bitten the bullet. Everyone else bloody does one. Um, <laughs> you know, doing your original stuff's great, but no one listens. <laughs> so... <laughs> 
let's do some covers. So I'm doing like your favorite rock and metal songs, but I'm doing them in a sort of an R and B poppy, anything nice. but really. Yeah. So the, the, the first one, which I've just finished is um, nothing else matters by Metallica. And it's sort of done in a, um, sort of the weekend kind of style oh nice it's really cool i'm really really chuffed with it um and uh, that's just finished now so i've got I'm, I'm aiming to do a song every other week so i'm gonna get ahead of the game by getting two or three in the bag and then it'll be like six weeks ahead or something so i think end of march i'll be dropping that um and that's gonna be so much fun because you know anyone that knows my background knows obviously that i've been a singer in a metal band for a long time but also my, my my singing background and my musical stuff alike you know is very wide and I, I love my r&b and my pop music and all that as well so it's nice i'll be i feel like i can educate some pop people about good metal songs in a way that they'll appreciate you know what i mean definitely yeah so you know the, the i know the heavy guitars ain't necessarily for everyone but if you put it in a different context they're like oh this has got a tune. Yes, it has got a tune. But I mean, you know, I know it sounds like noise to you, but yeah, it has got a tune. Yeah. So that's going to be fun. And then I, obviously Thick is my, my, my current band thing, which I'm doing with a very talented guitarist called Dan. Um, and I think the next, we did the Christmas song, which was a lot of fun. Um, definitely going to be getting a re-release for Christmas again on that. Um, and then I think the next, next single we're going to do for that, I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be April or May. Uh, we'll see. Uh, and then we should we should have an EP before the end of the year. It's just these things take forever. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then I, actually the other thing that I've just literally spoken about this week with um, John Brown from Monuments about doing a, no, a new single for um, Flux Conduct as well. So um, that's what I'm going to be working on tomorrow. Excellent. So that's going to be good. Um, yeah, I've... I've, I've to be honest, since, since the band split up, forever and ever that is, uh, I've just been able to collaborate with so many different artists from all around the world. It's been great. And uh, I'm missing the performing side. I'm not going to lie. The gigging side is really, uh, I mean, everyone's missing at the moment. Right? Absolutely, no yeah. But um, a bit longer for me. But yeah, it's, it's nice to still be able to, you know, be in the studio every day and working on stuff. And yeah, it's all good. That's awesome, man. Uh, so I really, really appreciate your time tonight. Yeah, really, really good of you to, ha- to help us out with this. So please, everyone, like, do go support Rennie in any way you can. I'm sure he'd be grateful, we'll, and I'll be grateful as yeah. someone who's known him for a, for a good long time in and out. So, yeah, so thank you again, mate. No problem at all, mate. I appreciate it as well. It's good, it's good fun. Good to talk. Yeah. <laughs> nice one, man. Take care.